0: Is there any moment better than bath time with your baby? It sure is my favorite. For the most part, they are so happy and joyful in the water. But as they get older, that bath can sometimes get a little dicey. Vanessa's two-and-a-half-year-old son suddenly hates getting his hair washed. It's become so much of a battle that she only washes his hair maybe once or twice a week. Today, we'll give tips on how to get a bath done when your child is fighting it. Plus, being pregnant is exhausting,
1: right? Well, imagine doing it while also breastfeeding. Oh boy, that's just so demanding. And we've got some tips on how to wean your child off and keep yourself healthy for the baby currently growing inside of you. So if you're ready to wean, we're going to go ahead and talk about some of those great tips that we have in whatever situation you are in, in whatever season, with whatever number of children you have. We got your back.
0: I'm Jennifer. And I'm Laura. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. We're so glad you're here.
2: Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter.
3: Hi, Moms on Call. My name is Vanessa from St. Louis, Missouri. Love the podcast. Uh, My question is for my, about my two and a half year old son and bath time. I'm wondering if you guys have any tips for washing their hair. Uh, He currently we wash his hair twice a week <laughs> because any other times than that or more than that, it tends to be a, a battle. Um, he gets really upset and he cries and he's scared to get the water in his eyes and soap in his eyes. Um, he just, it really gets him upset and breaks my little heart. Um, so I want to. I was wondering if guys had tips on how to wash their hair. I do want to note he does not have any issues with water. Um, and during swim lessons, going underwater or splashing or anything like that. It's just during bath time and washing his hair. So appreciate
1: the help. Love the podcast. Thank you. Oh, we're gonna give you some strange stuff to do. Are
0: you ready we'll for give you this? a few <laughs> options? <laughs>
1: Option number one, let's become more familiar with what this looks like. So... You can bathe together, you can take this two and a half year old in the shower while you wash your hair, looking like it is the most fun thing that's ever happened to you in your life. Now look, we enjoy a good hair washing, I'm just telling you. Oh, but I want this to be the biggest show you've ever had in your life with how much fun it is. And you don't have to say like, oh, see how good it is, just do it without mentioning anything. Sing like, a oh, song. it's so fun, yeah. And, um, and so we want just that familiarity. This is the first time that he really gets to be in this position or see somebody in this position. So sometimes those things can, you know, just be unfamiliar to them and they don't have to like everything. They still have to do it. So if we have a few times where he's getting a chance to really see that it's okay and that, you know, where the soap flows off ahead and what that looks like, then he still doesn't like it. Then we can move forward and I like the countdown, ready or not, one, two, three. And we get in with the suds, ready or not, one, two, three. And we get in with that water and then again, we just make it super quick, super fun and non-optional. The thing that we're not going to do is we're not going to reason them into liking it. So I'm sure that you've tried that and it's been really ineffective. As all of us had. Let me sit you down and give you the history of proper hygiene. Nope. Not
0: going to work. It's not going to work. And so, you know, be confident, get in, and get it done. And one of the things that you can try, and there's all kinds of contraptions out there. With my kids, I used a washcloth, and they could cover it, and It would be kind of a game, right? All right, cover your eyes with the washcloth. And then I'd have my picture or my cup. To be able to rinse that hair. And don't use a ton of soap. Small amount of shampoo is all you need. We don't need a bunch of soap that we're having to try to get out. So a small amount of soap. Make it quick and accurate. Use a washcloth. Have him cover his eyes with the washcloth. Um, There's also the visors. Some kids like them, some kids don't, but you can absolutely try the visor that'll kind of wash, let channel that water away from their face. So you guys have fun. Let him see you have fun. Be confident and it's non-optional.
1: So Laura, as busy moms, can you guess what is America's number one meal kit?
0: I can, I can. And the reason I can is because it saved my life. And you're really
1: a great cook and you enjoy cooking. So tell me a little bit about your
0: experience with America's number one meal kit, which is HelloFresh. Hello. Hello Fresh. We are so thankful to be partnering with them. You know, I had five kids. There were seven of us at home at one point. And being able to have Three boxes show up at my door to deal with all the meals that I was going to be cooking for the most part that week, and I knew that they were nutritious. They tasted really good, and what was the best part is my kids could do them. There was such easy-to-follow directions that many times I came home, and those were done for me. The meal was done. Who doesn't want that? Who knew? Who knew?
1: Well, and you talk a lot about making meals an activity. Like there's so much of our lives that revolve around that. And just even, you know, for the younger ones, there's so many things you can do. And with so many in-season ingredients, all the freshness, all the education you can give your kids. There is like the, let's, we'll call it the freshness of fall in every bite. Chef crafted recipes. Say that five times fast. Chef crafted recipes. It is all the wonderful things, words, terminology that you can help your kids appreciate because it shows up in a box on your doorstep.
0: And not only does it show up in a box on your doorstep and It's easy to use and it's fresh and incredible ingredients, but it also saved us money because everything was done for us. So there was no going to the grocery store and buying all the extra stuff. HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout. So that means you get an easy home-cooked meal on the table. And more money in your pocket.
1: I'm sorry. It's more than 25% less expensive for my takeout. Well, I have some, I have some, yes, extraordinary takeout tastes, maybe the average takeout. I would even have to venture a bit more than that. But the ease of it, the fact that you can make it into a family activity, and you can do that with your own meals. But when it comes up to your doorstep in a box, you know. Any of the thoughts somebody else can think on your behalf are so welcomed. So go
0: to HelloFresh.com slash 50MOC and use the code 50MOC for 50% off plus free shipping.
1: Wow, that is incredible for America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. Are you ready to make a difference? The Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's is calling you to join a movement that's about more than just walking.
0: It's about creating a brighter future. In Georgia alone, there are over 150,000 people over the age of 65 living with Alzheimer's disease and more than 343,000 friends and loved ones providing unpaid care for them. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, but to get there, we need your support. Join us for the 2023 Walk to End Alzheimer's happening this fall in 20 cities across the state of Georgia, including Atlanta, Augusta, Columbus, Macon, Savannah, and more. To register and find the walk closest to you, go to alz.org walk. Together, we can be the change we want to see
1: in the fight against Alzheimer's. By participating, you're supporting families affected by Alzheimer's, working towards treatments, and contributing to
0: a brighter future. Don't miss this chance to make a real impact. Join the Walk to End Alzheimer's today and be a part of the solution at alz.org backslash walk. Hey, y'all. I have a question about
3: weaning and dropping nursing sessions. I have an 11-month-old daughter, so we are approaching that 12-month mark of stopping nursing. Um, But I'm also newly pregnant, so my body is going through it, and I am feeling that exhaustion of both nursing and being pregnant. So I am ready to start the weaning process. Um, I was just wondering any advice y'all have on how to start dropping sessions and slowly weaning. Um, Thank you so much for anything that y'all say. I love your podcast and your books. Thank you. Oh,
0: well, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Whoever you are. Oh, no. We're not going to tell. We're not revealing it on a podcast. Not going to do it. But you know who you are. And so congratulations. Uh, I, I was in that same situation. My twins were about 10 months old when I found out I was pregnant with Lil' Handsome. And I can remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm exhausted. And now I'm pregnant. And it's a whole new level of exhaustion, right? And yes, so it is probably about time you've made the decision that you're going to start weaning and start dropping some of those nursing sessions. And the great news is we have all of this mapped out in our six to 15 month Moms on Call books. So just make sure that you kind of go back and read this section so that you can remember how to do it. But really by 11 months of age, we can get down to two nursing sessions and one in the morning, one in the afternoon, do meals and sippy cups the rest of the time. Those sippy cups can be a combination of breast milk. And you can go ahead and start introducing some whole milk as long as there were no issues uh, with dairy. And you can go ahead and get that started in those sippy cups. And after a couple of weeks, get down to one nursing session. I like the bedtime to be the last one that I got rid of. Okay, so what we want to do is we want to be able to care. Not just
1: for the baby that we're weaning, but we want to care for the breastfeeder. We want to care for the one that is carrying life and breastfeeding, and that's you. And you matter. So we want to make sure that we're getting you Four essential things that we often forget in this time when our body has so many demands on it. And uh, so that's water. I want you to find your favorite tumbler and keep it all day long. Make sure that you're drinking, even as often as your baby eats. I want you to be drinking something. Healthy fats, nut butters, avocado. We want to be able to get that healthy fat into your system because you are growing life and producing breast milk. The other things are rest. That's kind of our specialty. So absolutely check out one of our consultants. If you're not getting the amount of rest because of the baby at this stage, then we will help to make sure that you do so that you can be the best that you can be for all of these changes that are coming up and all these celebrations. And then finally, sunshine. So you need water, healthy fats, rest, and sunshine. And if we can provide all of those things for you, then we're doing the best that we can, not only for the baby that you are weaning, but also for the one that you are growing and waiting for that day when that baby opens their eyes for the first time and sees this beautiful family That you have prepared, that you've thought about, that you left messages on a podcast to make sure that you knew how to do. (laughs) And while we're talking about that, Laura, Laura and I always say, when you're preparing your toddler for a new baby, we set the perspective And so we're not bringing home a disease. We're bringing home a playmate. We're bringing home the most wonderful thing that ever happened to your toddler. And I know life can't revolve around the toddler anymore, but we always want to treat it like it is the most wonderful and fun thing. And tell the truth, like babies are going to take more time and that's okay. And when you're ready to reveal this information, you can say, you know, mommy's growing a baby inside her belly and that takes more of my energy. But I love to play dance party with you. I'm just going to dance with my arms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That works so well. And you can find more information on bringing home a baby in our cheat sheets. That's in our toddler book. And our cheat sheets, I'm telling you, they're probably one of the most favorite things that we have in our books. And that's going to be in the toddler book. In the back of the book, there's probably about, I don't know, 10 Cheat sheets just in all the day-to-day realities of life, like bringing home a baby or transitioning to a big kid bed or going out to eat or going to the grocery store or my kid is biting and hitting. We, we have all of those cheat sheets, and so make sure you check that out as well.
1: So baby, you get out there and take care of that incredible vessel that is doing the most miraculous things. I'll never forget one of my teachers in nursing school when we were going through our OB, um, they said, you know, birth is rather in a mortal thing for a mortal to do. (laughs) So I just get chills even even thinking about that. that. And that is you, my dear. So let's take care of you.
2: Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.